Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Buenos dias, world, from the San Diego Zoo Wildlife Alliance. I'm Marco Wint. And I'm Rick Schwartz. And we're your hosts for Season 3 of Amazing Wildlife, a show from iHeartRadio Ruby Studio and the global conservation organization behind the San Diego Zoo and the San Diego Zoo Safari Park. Listen as we dive into the efforts here in San Diego and spotlight the heroes working worldwide to care for the species you know and love. Listen to Amazing Wildlife on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. On today's episode of Real Life Pharmacology, I'm going to cover the SNRIs. So these are the serotonin and norepinephrine reuptake inhibitors. Now the common uh, examples that, that I see in clinical practice are duloxetine, which is brand name is Cymbalta, and venlafaxine, which is brand name Effexor. There are a couple of others out there uh, that are classified as SNRIs. Um, Desvenlafaxine is another one, which is Pristique, um, and also one or two others. Uh, very seldom do I see them used, uh, simply from a cost-effective uh, standpoint. The duloxetine and venlafaxine uh, are generally much, much cheaper, but you may see those other ones um, on rare occasion. So these drugs, what are they used for? Serotonin and norepinephrine reuptake inhibitors, or SNRIs, are typically used for depression and or various pain syndromes. Classic examples being neuropathy. Uh, you may see fibromyalgia, these drugs being used for that. Um, migraines, on a rare occasion you might see that. Um, anxiety is another psych condition that you may see uh, these medications used for as well. Uh, one other unique use that I've definitely seen venlafaxine used for uh, is um, menopausal symptoms. So patients who have hot flashes and things of that nature, night sweats, um, associated with menopause, uh, it may be a non-hormonal uh, type medication uh, that may help with some of those symptoms. So the mechanism, the way these drugs work is they increase... Uh, serotonin and norepinephrine in the brain, and they do that um, by inhibiting the reuptake within the synapse. So again, increases serotonin, increases norepinephrine. Uh, the pain component uh, is always taught and associated um, with that norepinephrine effect compared to SSRIs, which generally only target the serotonin reuptake inhibitor. So again, a little bit maybe more benefit um, and proven benefit uh, in various pain syndromes like nerve pain, neuropathy, and things of that nature. Duloxetine does probably have a little bit better uh, evidence as far as its relief of uh, pain and, and use in, in pain management. Uh, with that said, uh, the serotonin... Uh, activity of Effexor at lower doses is is stronger, um, but if using uh, venlafaxine or Effexor um, for pain syndromes, generally we've got to push the dose up and get to higher doses 
uh, to potentially see that uh, beneficial effect. Now, the higher you go on dosages of medications, the more likely uh, you are to encounter uh, side effects as well. But I would say in, in practice, I definitely see uh, duloxetine um, probably used first and foremost ahead of venlafaxine if we're treating any type of um, pain condition that we want these medications to help with. On the side effect front with these medications, I would say it's you know pretty general for the most part. Um, GI upset, stomach upset, nausea, vomiting, uh, things like that can happen. I would say they're not um, crazy common, but certainly if you start a new SNRI, you may see uh, some of those issues. Uh, I've seen it go both ways with uh, sedation and insomnia. Um, these drugs can kind of maybe cause either. Um, the insomnia maybe is a little bit more part of the uh, norepinephrine uh, type effect. So again, you might see either of those. I've definitely had patients report significant fatigue um, on these medications as well. So kind of up in the air on that sometimes. Um, sexual dysfunction. So those drugs, SSRIs, um, can cause sexual dysfunction. SNRIs are in the same boat there as well as far as that goes. You may see other vague, nonspecific things, CNS changes, um, dizziness, confusion, potentially more likely uh, in our geriatric population, um, but overall generally fairly uh, well tolerated. Of course, these drugs do act on serotonin, so uh, serotonin, however low it might be, serotonin syndrome is a potential uh, risk with these medications. I did want to talk a little bit about discontinuing these drugs, and more specifically, discontinuation syndrome. I can't recall offhand if I talked about this in the SSRI section, um, but this can happen with uh, SNRIs as well. Uh, I have uh, personally seen it with venlafaxine. Uh, if we discontinue that drug abruptly, uh, the body tends to uh, maybe not react to that uh, quite as well as we would like. And with that discontinuation syndrome, uh, you may see some dizziness, you may see uh, some headaches, some fatigue, some GI upset, uh, anxious, uh, those type of feelings as well. Uh, so it can be really uh, disconcerting and, and really uncomfortable uh, for our patients. So with these meds, that's generally why we try to uh, taper off slowly. And, you know, I, I always say that if you're going to slowly taper up, uh, if we don't have serious adverse effects and you want to get off the medication, why wouldn't we try to slowly taper down as well? It's the safest and best way to do it. Again, as long as there's no, you know, life-threatening considerations that we need to um, take in account. So um, start low and, and go slow, I, I think... Uh, that applies to both going up and, and going down in general um, with these medications. And one of those big reasons is uh, this discontinuation syndrome that can happen um, within a, a week or two of stopping the medication, particularly if we go from a moderate to high dose to nothing. I hope you're enjoying the podcast, reallifepharmacology.com. Uh, go check out our parent company, meded101.com slash store for more premium content. 
particularly for you exam takers for uh, pharmacist certification like BCPS or um, for students as well uh, regarding the, the NAPLEX. We've got some materials there that um, we think are really practical, really useful, and uh, will definitely uh, help you prepare to uh, pass your exam. So meded101.com slash store. Go support our sponsor. And now I wanted to get into drug interactions with the SNRIs. And I would say when I when I think of drug interactions, I, I don't um, immediately think of the SNRIs as having a you know million drug interactions. Um, but there are some uh, that I think you, you need to think about. Um, and certainly if you have any questions, you, you definitely need to double check uh, and look these, these drugs up for sure. So first one that I definitely wanted to cover was uh, the serotonin additive effect. So uh, triptans, tramadol, um, other SSRIs, all those type of medications, if they've got additive serotonin type effects that could potentially increase the risk of serotonin syndrome. So definitely uh, remember that with this class of medication. Uh, one interaction I, I know I've seen in, in practice, uh, bupropion is a CYP2D6 inhibitor, and this can actually increase concentrations of venlafaxine. So let's say you have a patient and you start on bupropion, uh, there is the potential if the patient experiences adverse effects, maybe they're more anxious or jittery or tremor or something like that or GI upset, um, there is the potential that it could be from elevated venlafaxine concentrations versus the bupropion drug itself. So by bupropion inhibiting CYP2D6, that can increase concentrations of venlafaxine. And this can certainly happen with other CYP2D6 inhibitors as well. It's just a, a common real-life uh, pharmacology example that, that I've come across. Uh, 3A4 inhibitors, strong 3A4 inhibitors, can potentially increase those concentrations of venlafaxine as well. Uh, kind of the classic... A uh, systemic example I think of are the azole antifungals like ketoconazole, uh, for example, there. Now, duloxetine, again, the other common SNRI, this actually inhibits CYP2D6 itself. Um, so one example I've seen in clinical practice that we should avoid is uh, using duloxetine with tamoxifen, which is used in the prevention of, of breast cancer. Tamoxifen is actually a prodrug and activated to active metabolites by CYP2D6. So by blocking that, like duloxetine can potentially do, you would get a reduced level of those active metabolites and reduced effectiveness of tamoxifen. Uh, so this obviously could lead your patient to maybe be at increased risk of um, developing or redeveloping uh, breast cancer if we're using tamoxifen uh, in that patient. So just a few drug interactions that I think you should be aware of anyway. Again, if you've um, got questions on, on other drug interactions or you're looking at a big medication list, I'd strongly encourage um, people to look uh, that stuff up and, and do a drug interaction screen and see if there's anything 
um, clinically significant. It's it's what I do uh, in my clinical practice if I'm not sure, if I'm not uh, comfortable with something there. So uh, that sums it up for today. If you love the show, uh, leave us a rating, review on iTunes. Greatly appreciated. Uh, if you've got comments, questions, concerns, uh, certainly reallifepharmacology.com and hit the uh, contact button. And you can certainly uh, shoot me personally uh, an email. So uh, Eric Christensen, pharmacist, signing off for today. Thanks for listening. Uh, take care and have a good rest of your day. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Buenos dias, world, from the San Diego Zoo Wildlife Alliance. I'm Marco Wint. And I'm Rick Schwartz. And we're your hosts for Season 3 of Amazing Wildlife, a show from iHeartRadio Ruby Studio and the global conservation organization behind the San Diego Zoo and the San Diego Zoo Safari Park. Listen as we dive into the efforts here in San Diego and spotlight the heroes working worldwide to care for the species you know and love. Listen to Amazing Wildlife on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.